Atlanta's morning news continues 16 minutes now till 8 o'clock. I'm Chris Chandler here in Atlanta. And joining me from Washington is CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. Hope you had a good holiday. Same to you, Chris. Good morning. Because you're not going to get one in the next few days, I don't think. So we just had the headlines about the debt limit debate. And the money quote from here in Georgia is from Congressman Andrew Clyde, Republican, and what I think it's fair to say sort of the hardest-nosed conservative of the Georgia congressional delegation. He says he is a hard no on this deal, which has been reached between Biden and Speaker McCarthy. And I think that's going to be the question, isn't it? And if you want to sort of flip it, does McCarthy have the strength, in your view, or the power to get this push through? Well, he has extra help, doesn't he? He's going to have Democrats backing him in this unique moment to get votes. Um, the House Freedom Caucus, the more conservative members of the House Republican Conference, were not surprising. They're not signing on to a final deal to lift the debt ceiling. Many, many members of the House Freedom Caucus have truly never, until this most recent Republican proposal, voted to raise the debt ceiling It's not a shock Andrew Clyde wouldn't be on board. But the Republican conference needs only about 120, 130 of its members, of its 221 members to sign on to this. They may be able to bridge the gap with dozens and dozens of Democrats. And hurdles before it ever gets to the floor. I think there's one name uh, that people might want to pay attention to the next couple days, Chip Roy. He's another of the House Freedom Caucus members, but he's a little different. He's on the House Rules Committee, which meets today at 3 p.m. to give preliminary approval to this deal. He also is a firm no, and he has the ability to foment some opposition from his perch on the Rules Committee. He can try to amend this deal, make changes, and it's a fragile deal. You make any changes, you could lose what you need to get the votes. Also, he's going to try to galvanize and mobilize more Republicans to vote against it. And in what I think is a striking moment, I had a different House Freedom Caucus member tell me they're going to reach out to the progressives, to the most liberal Democrats who have their own concerns with this deal, see if they can work in tandem to try to block the agreement. There's a reason that politics makes strange bedfellows is a saying, I guess, right? Um, In this case, absolutely. Tell me what happens today, for example, or over the next couple of days. I know there's this committee hearing this afternoon, and we're told that President Biden himself is going to be working the phones today. Yeah, the full vote in the U.S. House could come tomorrow, tomorrow midday. I've got to tell you, from what I'm hearing over the long weekend here at the Capitol, they better have that vote tomorrow. If this thing gets stalled, delayed, pushed back, a very fragile coalition has the potential to fall apart. Time is the enemy on contentious pieces of legislation. The more time you give people, the more time they find a way to go from yes to no. Exactly. And for those who are actually enjoying themselves over Memorial Day, the the deadline, quote unquote, is June 5th now per the Treasury Secretary saying that's when uh, the default would come, at least starting possibly on January 5th or thereafter. So, Scott, tell us about behind the scenes what's going on. Is it past the horse trading stage now? Is it a take it or leave it? Is there still some dealing possible or being done? As you say, the the whole thing is a house of cards. Yeah, the sense we got is this is the last train out of the station, that there's no more time for adding or taking things off the last train. Um, They're bullish. They've got the votes um, in the middle of the House of Representatives, Uh, the middle meaning the moderate Democrats, the moderate Republicans, the leadership of both parties. You can get to 218. The Senate will go next, and the Senate rarely takes a backseat to anyone, but they are in this case. There's some opposition there. There's going to be some parliamentary procedures to try to amend or change this bill. Both parties have their concerns, um, but it, it's on the right trajectory. But we have in asterisks with an exclamation point for now. And last question. So if this goes through the politics, for whom would this be considered a victory or more advantageous? 
The non-default on America's debt is really a victory for all of us. We put that aside. Politically, uh, this bolsters Speaker Kevin McCarthy's uh, the first real big test, and he'll have passed it. I talked to two House Freedom Caucus members who are big nose on this deal and who held up McCarthy's speakership back in January. They told me there are no thoughts right now on trying to move against McCarthy, to mobilize against him, to challenge him. That would be a big victory for him as well. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland, man, thank you for your time as always. 